11.3% of the population in America has diabetes. 1.4 million Americans are diagnosed with diabetes every year. The medical cost per year is $237 billion. Diabetes, it's everywhere. This is the Embrace Podcast. Diabetes is everywhere. It affects all age groups, all ethnicities, all walks of life. And on this show, we talk about diabetes awareness, current events and news, tips, advice, motivation. We'll speak with guest speakers. Welcome to the family. This is the Embrace Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Embrace Podcast, man. Another Wednesday, another episode. Today, I have a fun one for you. I'm excited to talk about this. But first, <clears throat> we need to go through our beginning stuff. I had a great week this week. I went to uh, Bisbee, Arizona with Hayden, and that was a lot of fun. went for a couple of days, and I'd never been there before. It's about three hours from Phoenix. Um, it's cool, man. Yeah, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of um, mining history. It was the third most popular city back in its heyday, along with Los Angeles and Houston. Now it's kind of forgotten about, but there's a lot of cool art there, a lot of cool museums. Um, had a blast, man. So that's that's kind of what's been going on um, in my past week. Uh, blood sugars were definitely fluctuating. My blood sugars have definitely been high. I need to change my basal rate probably after I record this episode. But they have definitely – I've been waking up really high, man. My blood sugars have been in the 300s every single time I wake up. So I'm going to go change my basal rate right after this episode. Um, but first things first, let's test our blood sugar together. We're talking about basal rates. We're talking about – you know, high blood sugars. Let's let's get this started the right way. If you are not behind a motor powered vehicle or an electric powered vehicle, um, bring out your meter, get your test strips, get your lancing device, and let's see what our blood sugar is together. <coughs> Excuse me. Mine right now is. I'm feeling on the lower side right now, to be honest. One thirty four. You see it. You hear it. And I promise you, I did not test before this episode and double check that i was in the clear i I, I don't do that i like to keep it authentic for you um 134 let's get it i woke up again like 349 so that was a couple hours ago so we're doing good 134 let me know what your blood sugar is in the comments um i have to of course shout out our monthly contributors these people made the decision to go on www.theembracefoundation.org and send a monthly contribution or a weekly contribution um whether it be five dollars 25 100 these people are helping us continue to do what we do and um continue to help and continue to fight for um uh diabetic supplies accessibility so we got Megan Motley, Suzanne Jones, Jake Coleman, Whitney Sweeney, Pamela Bailey, Laura Lopez, Brittany Lopez, shout out my family, Whitney Sweeney, again, Sherry L. Bearden, and Michael Rose. So thank you guys so much. You guys are doing a tremendous help and a tremendous service. And again, allowing Embrace to do what they do, to do what we do, and um, you know, help these people out, help fellow diabetics get the supplies that they need for absolutely free. So thank you so much. I want to shout out them. Of course, I have to shout out our weekly supporter, our weekly, um, yeah, 
our, our sponsor, shall I say, our weekly supporter. I want to, this person got on and sent us a $15 donation on PayPal and said, and, and, and left a note. This is from Michael James. And he says, you guys are really making a difference. And I hope this means you can send out an extra package. Thank you so much, Michael James, for going out of your way, sending us a donation um, and looking out for somebody that will be able to definitely um help someone extra get a box some well, we send out a few boxes a week and that costs 15 bucks um per package our, our padded envelopes cost eight uh eight to ten bucks so that will definitely help send out an extra person this week so thank you so much uh michael i appreciate you so much thank you thank you and thank you for the kind words man but let's get into the meat of the episode this week it's a fun one but there's something beautiful behind all this all this nonsense, but I, I wanted to do a fun one. We often think we are alone in this in this fight, man. A lot of people don't don't speak up about their diabetes, so maybe we don't know that they have it. Um, we feel like it's just sometimes we feel alone. Uh, can you agree with that? Sometimes I feel alone. Sometimes I feel like, man, I don't meet anybody with diabetes. I might see an Omnipod in the wild, a Dexcom in the wild, but I know, especially when I was younger, I really felt like. This illness was going to hold me back in life. It really felt like this illness was going to, to was going to refrain me from doing what I wanted to do um, and joining sports or, or being successful in any sort of capacity. But today I'm going to tell you 10 people plus 10 plus people who have diabetes and made it right. We're going to talk about my top 10 celebrities with diabetes who doesn't love a little gossip who doesn't love a little tmz action right these people made it with their diabetes so let's let's get into it there are a lot of people with my extensive research there are a lot of people who actually have diabetes who i had no idea had diabetes all right so let's start off with our number 10 spot number 10 we're going selma hayek man selma hayek you know selma hayek where do i know her from Grown-ups, my favorite, a top 10 favorite movies for sure. Adam Sandler classic movie. I'm, I'm not going to get too into movies. I know, I know, I know. But um, this one is, is an interesting one. That's why she starts off at number 10, but she uh, is in Grown-ups. I really don't know her outside of Grown-ups, to be honest. I'm sorry for any uh, Selma Hayek fans out there. Um, but she was my celebrity crush when I was a kid, okay? I'll say it. When I saw Grown-ups, man... Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm sorry. Forgive me for that one. I might cut that out. But she is a Mexican American actress and film producer. And although she does not live currently with diabetes, she did have gestational diabetes when she was pregnant with her child. So, for any of you guys who do have gestational diabetes right now or have had it in the past, I wanted to shout this person out specifically because, although this is that rare diabetes that comes and goes. Um, they do have diabetes for a minute, and we actually receive a lot of supplies. We receive a lot of um, our diabetic supplies from people who have gestational diabetes, who need a meter, who need um, all these diabetic supplies for those couple of months. I don't know how long gestational diabetes lasts for, but I'm guessing a couple months. Um, and they give it all to us when they're done using it. When their diabetes goes away, they give us all the supplies that they uh, don't need anymore. So I really wanted to put a spotlight on her because... I wanted to also shout out our gestational diabetics out there. So number 10, Selma Hyatt. Number nine. Number nine is a really cool one, man. Number nine is the, the GOAT. You know him. You love him. 
the person who called out DJ Khaled in live TV, man. Larry King. Larry King is an American author, radio, and television host whose awards included two Peabody's, an Emmy, and 10 cable ACE awards. During his career, King conducted over 60,000 interviews on radio and TV. Pretty cool. All while living with type 2 diabetes, man. Insane. He's 85 years old. And let's, 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 let's get into this. Um, this is interesting. For years, the legendary talk show host thought his most pressing health issue was heart disease. But it was actually type 2 diabetes, man. I'm going to get a little bit more into this. Give me a second. Yeah, he lived with uh, he lived with type two diabetes, man. And who doesn't know Larry King? Larry King is a a goat, man. Uh, he was diagnosed with type two diabetes in nineteen ninety five. So that's pretty crazy. That's the year I was born. That guy's been long, been around for a long time. Now for so number nine, Larry King. Number our number eight spot is going to go to. A Miss Vanessa Williams. Now, Vanessa Lynn Williams is an American actress, singer, producer, and dancer. She gained recognition as the first African-American woman to receive the Miss America title when she was crowned Miss America. Isn't that crazy? She is an actress, singer, producer, dancer, and the first African-American woman to receive the Miss America title. That's insane. All while living with type 1 diabetes, man. That's that's a sign right there, man. For anyone who wants to dance, be a singer, producer, actress, who wants to do Miss America, man, don't say that diabetes is going to stop you. Diabetes does not have to hold you back. Talk to Vanessa Williams about that, man. Um, she, yeah, celebrity singer with type 1 diabetes, and according to her, she lost her grandmother to the disease. And diabetes isn't a disease. I don't really like, I'm not too fragile, not too sensitive with how people approach and talk about uh, diabetes or, or, or the name or the nomenclature, if you will. Um, a lot of people get, get weirded out when someone says uh, type 1 diabetic or type 2 diabetic. There's a weird stigma to it, but as someone who's living with, living with it for 20 years, I don't. it doesn't matter to me if you call me a diabetic or person living with diabetes. person living with diabetes is a lot more of a, a mouthful, but I don't care, man. Um, and I feel like I have the right to say it because I live with it. But I don't like disease. I don't know why. I just don't like that that word disease. I don't think that type 1 diabetes is a disease. It's technically a chronic illness. But yeah, grandmother uh, was lost to it. And I didn't mean to, to throw that in the episode. I just read it and I was a little surprised myself. Um, but keep in mind, peace and love. Vanessa Williams a little bit on the older side. And her grandma, a little older too. So technology was different. Maybe she didn't take care of it. I don't want to speak on ill towards the, the non-living um, but you know, you just never know. Uh, I know people who's been living with type one diabetes for years and 70, 80. So that, you know, so number eight, Vanessa Williams, and I'm sorry, I don't know what she's famous for. Let me, let me see. Let me type that in real quick. Vanessa Williams, man. I was about to mess this up and say that she was a, a tennis player. She's not, that's Serena Williams. Let's see what she's in. Oh, she looks famous, man. She looks like a uh, familiar. She's 60 years old. I don't, I don't, why am I in age shaming? Okay, what was she in? My my mom likes Vanessa Williams. That's what I okay, she was in Ugly Betty, Dance With Me, Desperate Housewives. That's why I know her from, Desperate Housewives. Did I just reveal that I watched Desperate Housewives? I Maybe. She was in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Candyman. She was in the Elmo movie, and she was in Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson. So she, she got a little work under her belt, and she was Miss America. So number eight, I feel like maybe she should go higher, but Vanessa Williams, 
Number seven. We're going to get to some good ones. I'm going to throw him in here. Y'all love him. I know a lot of you, um, a lot of the older generation knows him from a specific band. But Mr. Brett Michaels. Now, I'm going to get I'm going to get a little uh he had a, a TV show. That's what I that's what I know from. He had an MTV show called like Rock with Love or something where he just hangs out with a bunch of women, man. He was living life. <laughs> and MTV in MTV in in America and the world was a lot different back then where you just have a show about one dude chilling with like 20 women and the women would change all the time. And I'm not going to tell you how many times I walked downstairs in the middle of the night grab a snack because I was low and I, I see my dad watching it. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm going to try to close that memory from my head because I, I don't know. I'm, I don't try to look at my man. My dad is a different man because of it. Let's move on. But more importantly, he was an American singer and musician, which a lot of you guys know him from the band Poison. What's that song I love from Poison? Um, that's going to mess with me. What's the song called? I would do a performance with you right now if I, if I knew what it remember what it was but he was a front man of a rock band poison who has sold over 50 million albums worldwide and 50 15 million records in the united states type 1 diabetes he said no nah, i'm dropping albums bro i'm becoming the top of the top give me a tv show give me 50 million albums sold type 1 diabetes psh, that ain't stopping me so if you are living with type 1 diabetes and you want to be a musician of any sorts Talk to Brett Michaels because he did not let that slow him down. You got, and everybody has heard of Poison, right? At some point or another. And I need to, I need to, I need to see what that song is called. The song, what is it called? What's it called? What's it called? Nothing. They released nothing but a good time. Oh, every rose has its thorn. I play that song every time my sister comes to visit, and I really want to. Uh, bring out the emotional and make her cry before I drop her off. A little bit evil. <laughs> but that's how I know that song. That song is a great song. That's an emotional song. And somebody with type 1 diabetes wrote it. Wrote a hit. Wrote a classic. So what's stopping you? I'm saying. we got to embrace this stuff, man. Uh, Brett Michaels, the lead singer for the band Poison, was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when he was six years old. So right before, maybe you've been thinking, okay, maybe he wrote all those songs and he got type 1 diabetes a little later. Now he had it when he was six. And he still became a world-renowned, world-known, famous rock star. If you think rock star, this guy's a freaking rock star, man. When I think rock star, I think of Brett Michaels with the little cowboy hat and the mustache. Rock of Love, which I try to cut out in my memory, but yeah, man. Number six. Was that number? Yeah, number six, Brett Michaels. Um, yeah, man, I know, I know a lot of you guys love, love Brett, Brett Michaels. So, Like I said, type 1 diabetes. You want to be a musician? Diabetes does not have to stop you. Um, according to Brett Michaels. Now we're gonna get we're going to our top five now. Top five we're gonna get a little we're gonna get a little crazy. We have some really good ones, but I want to give my top five to a Mr. Jay Cutler. Now, for a lot of my sports people, you know exactly who I'm talking about, man. Jay Cutler is an American former football quarterback who played in the National Football League for 12 seasons. So I know a lot of us think that diabetes has to stop us from sports. Um, from doing these specific activities that 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 take a lot of um, endurance and things like that, but man, he was in the he was in the NFL for twelve seasons. Man, that's twelve years, right? I don't watch football, I don't watch sports, but I'm pretty, pretty sure that's twelve years. And he was a member of the Chicago Bears for most of his career. He is the franchise leader in passing yards, passing touchdowns, attempts, and completions. Man, so not only was he living with type one diabetes in the NFL, but he was breaking records, man. 
He is the franchise leader in all these things, the franchise leader in passing yards, passing touchdowns, attempts, and completion. So he didn't just skate by the NFL. He wasn't on the benches, man. He was leading the charge, man. That's pretty cool. So um, he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes in 2008 while playing football. Um, let me read this one. Um, he's, I, and he, is, he is one of the one of the main people on this list who actually advocate for type 1 diabetes. He was at the uh, – like two, three years ago, he was at the JDRF 1 walk. So he's still very vivid, very um, in the trenches with us type 1, type 2, and other diabetics, man. So that's pretty cool. I, I always – I think it's really cool that um, when people already have their fame, they already uh, are, are – are, have made something of themselves and they have no need to to want to connect with the, the community, I believe. And look at this guy, man. He's at the at the events. He's a, it's a top advocator for uh, type 1 diabetes, man. And um, that's pretty cool. It says Cutler hasn't hasn't let diabetes sideline him. He now wears an insulin pump, tracks his blood sugar, and has called his condition manageable. I'll take condition. I'll take condition over disease. But that's pretty cool, man. So uh, number five, I'm going to give it to Jay Cutler. So we have singers, we have producers, we have dancers, we have football players, we have talk show hosts all on this list, and we haven't even cracked the top four yet. So that's pretty cool. So again, for all you guys who want to do sports, who are hesitant of doing sports because you were diagnosed with diabetes, not have to let you does not have to. Uh, you don't have to let that stop you. You can still become, um, and still. Go in the league. You can still become uh, an NFL player. You can still um, play sports and not only play sports, become successful at them. So that's pretty cool. Number three. Wait, no, 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 no. Number four. I'm going to give this to. I'm going to give it to. Man, this is tough. I don't know, man. Number four. I have my top three locked in. Okay, you know what? Number four. Number four, we're going to give it to my boy. <sighs> Y'all know I should have switched out. I, I changed this action figure out every episode, but I should have thought of this differently. I don't have any Star Wars action figures next to me, but I'm going to give it to Mr. George Lucas, man. George Lucas uh, was a type 2 diabetic. You know, I don't, do I have to go into who George Lucas is? Last night I watched the season finale, finale of Ahsoka, a Star Wars show created by a man who has diabetes, who lives with diabetes, man. So if it wasn't for him, there'd be, I wouldn't be watching anything last night. He created the greatest franchise of all time. Am I crazy to say that? Who did not grow up watching Star Wars? Get off this episode right now if you didn't. Episode one, two, three, four, five, six. We won't talk too much about the later episodes, but we'll go. We'll definitely say one through six was crazy, and it and, and he created the the best of the three of all of the trilogies, four, five, and six. Man, created Darth Vader, created Luke Skywalker, created freaking Star Wars. And I, I'm going to cut myself off right here because I know if I get a little too much into it, we're going to be talking. Well, I'm going to be here for another thirty minutes talking about how much I love Star Wars. But George Lucas lives with uh type 1 diabetes created not only lucasfilm lucas arts um thx he was a founding member of thx y'all know thx in the beginning you watch your dvd it says the thx and you know he created indiana jones uh, american graffiti man he is the, the the mind behind a lot of our childhoods and a lot of the 
wonderful movie magic that we grew up watching and i'm sure inspired star what what does what didn't star wars inspire so top uh number four i'm giving that to um george lucas i want to i want to shout out for you before we crack our top three i want to uh do a little bit of a some honorable mentions we're gonna go with randy jackson honorable mention uh lives with type 2 diabetes um host of american idol Come on now, not host, judge of American Idol. Grew up watching Randy Jackson. Um, love that, love that dude. We got Pat. I'm gonna throw in Patty Labelle, R&B singer. She's known as the Godmother of Soul, type two diabetic, right there. Um, and Anthony Anderson, he is known for the. He's in the show, uh, I believe, called Blackish. But I know him from uh, lives with type two, type two diabetes, and he's a, he's a huge advocate for. I believe it's Novolog. Um, so he's still he's still with us in the diabetes fight. Um, I know him from the Transformers movies. He was great in Transformers One. Loved him in that one. That's what I know him from. And there was even a donut scene. <laughs> he didn't mention diabetes, but that's what I, he's, he's hilarious. So we're gonna we're gonna go into our uh, top. Oh, and let me let me throw in. Uh, I know I should have put him in the list. We love him, but I I I, I removed him from the top three because I have a very personal um, one that I really want to. Uh, tell you about for our number uh our, and our for our top three spot so a number uh last honorable mention we're gonna give it to tom hanks i know i know i know i should have put him in the top 10 but um lives let me see he lives with type 2 diabetes what come on do i have to explain who tom hanks is the voice of woody um he's in big he's in forrest gump he's in uh he's still killing it today he's in so much movies man he is probably one of the top actors of all time Lives with type two diabetes. Um, this was interesting. Uh, top Tom Hanks in 2013, the 50, the then 57 year old Academy Award winner revealed that he had been diagnosed with type two diabetes after struggling with high blood sugars for a long time. He uh, revealed that on the David Letterman show. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I love I love Tom Hanks. Like I said, he's in so many movies that I love and adore. Um, some classics. I, I'm a lot of the. He's in the terminal. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate myself after this episode because I'm drawing a I'm drawing a blank on some of it, so many of his classics. But come on, Forrest Gump, Big Woody. I, I just have to drop Woody, and then we, I think we're good on that one. So let's let's get into our top three. Our number three spot. I'm gonna give it to. I like this a lot because I like it and I don't like it, but and I'm, I'm gonna explain that in a second. But number three, we're giving that to Miss. Halle Berry. You heard that right. Halle Berry is a type 1 uh, diabetic. Wait, hold on. Scratch that. She's not. She is. Uh, wait. I need to research this a second. Oh, no, no, no. She does have type 1 diabetes. I guess there's a mishap. We'll get into that. But Halle Berry is an American actress who began her career as a model and entered several beauty contests, finishing as the first runner-up in the Miss USA pageant and coming in six in the Miss World 1986. She's been along for a, a, a long time. And, man, she's she's in so many great movies. We hear about Halle Berry all the time. She's in Catwoman. I know, random random movie that I just brought up. But she's in, in the movie Catwoman. She's in the TV show called Living Dolls. She's an Academy Award winner. Um, I need to get into this. So there's, uh, in 1989, after feeling fatigued, uh, she passed out while working on the TV show Living Dolls because of her diabetes. So number three is going to Halle Berry. Um, 
I had to take a break for a second. I had to pause that because I, I there was a there's a lot of uh, stuff going on with her diagnosis, and it changed from type one to type two. So I had to uh, dive a little deeper into that and see what really is going on. I also had to grab myself a diet coke. But this is crazy, man. So I wanted to, I wanted to read. Um, this to you guys. But there's a lot going on with Halle Berry and her uh, diagnosis. I'm going to read this for you. Uh, from ABC News. This was in 2007. Uh, this was published. And it says, This has been quite a year for Halle Berry. Not only did the 41-year-old actress achieve a long-desired pregnancy, but she stirred up a storm of controversy when she claimed that she had cured herself of type 1 diabetes. The audacity. The audacity. But... Let's get it. Let's get, <laughs> let's dive deeper into this. A claim refuted by many doctors in the diabetes community. Barry is the latest example of the many stars who have waged a battle with diabetes. I like that waged a battle. That sounds kind of epic. Um, Halle Berry struggled with managing her type one diabetes throughout her childhood and then reported a surprise. I've managed to wean myself off insulin. So now I'd like to put myself in the type two category. The website uh, contactmusic.com quotes uh, diabetes quickly admonished Barry for her comments. Oh, diabetics quickly uh, admonished Barry for her comments and doctors confirmed it is not possible to cure anyone of diabetes. So that's insane. I know she didn't know any better. Times were different. You know, it's what, like 10-ish years ago? Geez, almost 20 years ago that she said this. But the fact that she went on a record to say she cured herself of diabetes by weaning herself off insulin first off that's really dangerous for someone who doesn't know better this isn't a slam piece i'm just i'm just learning about this she's still number three don't worry about it <laughs> um but that's crazy uh it is not uh doctor uh doctors confirmed it is not possible to cure anyone of diabetes or diabetes if barry was truly a type 1 diabetic it would be um a death sentence to stop taking insulin. She claims that a healthy diet and exercise has changed the course of her illness. So the audacity continues. And she quotes, oh, there's a quote that says, when someone really has type one, it means their immune system has destroyed the insulin producing part of the pancreas. In that case, there is no way to wean yourself off insulin. Dr. Francine Kaufman, a diabetes expert at Ch Children's Hospital LA, uh, told ABC News. Uh, it says some 20.8 million people, 7% of the population, have diabetes. Um, according to, okay, I don't know. Type 2 tends to affect the unfit and obese. 90% of all type 2 patients are overweight. Barry, however, has a healthy 22-year-old working, uh, was a 20 was a healthy 22-year-old working on the TV show Living Dolls in 1989 when she was first diagnosed, she told the Daily Mail in 2005. Before she was diagnosed and after becoming ill on set, she told the paper she slipped into a diabetic coma for a week. Barry is currently pregnant with her first child. This was a long time ago. Um, oh, wait, hold on. I think, oh, dude. I think, hold on. Okay, no, no, no. That's it. That's crazy, man. So she... We're going to get more into this, but she had uh, was was diagnosed with type one diabetes and said that she beat it. She was able to wean off insulin and be and was able to cure herself from it, which we all know that isn't possible. But let's let's get more into it. This one says in 1989, after feeling fatigued, Academy Award winning American actress Halle Berry passed out while working on the TV show Living Dolls. She spent seven days in a coma until her blood blood sugar levels could be normalized. Jeez, 
seven days in a coma. That's insane. I, to be honest, I didn't know that a really high blood sugar can lead to a seven-day coma. That is insane. Uh, that was when she re, uh, received a diabetes diagnosis. As soon as she returned from the hospital, Barry began a treatment plan as part of her management plan. She changed her diet to one that includes fresh vegetables, chicken, fish, and pasta, uh, omits, red meat. She also hired a personal trainer and practices yoga to stay active. Diabetes turns out uh, diabetes turned out to be a gift, she told the Daily Mail in 2005. It gave me strength and toughness because I had to face reality, no matter how uncomfortable or painful it was. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. Um, what a, what a different article, man. What a completely different <laughs> side of the coin there. That's cool. I'm going to, I'm going to, so I want to highlight a few things. So one, she really changed her diet after her, her diagnosis and hired a personal trainer and practices yoga to say active. So that's cool. Um, staying active, uh, being active and, and focusing on your diet can have amazing, um, effects and results in your diabetes, regardless, I want to, whatever, um, that can really, really, really dial on dial down and get your blood sugars in range. So that's, that's really cool. If, if, if you are, if you go about it correctly, if you stay at, if you are active, your blood sugar can go low, but, um, being active and eating healthy can do wonders for your diabetes. Um, and then she says, I like this quote a lot. She says, diabetes turned out to be a gift. It gave me strength and toughness because I had to face reality, no matter how uncomfortable or painful it was. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Let's read this last one. Um, I want to get, I want to find out more about the, um, I really want to learn more about this, her like crazy diagnosed with uh, type one and then going to type two and then saying she was cured. I think this is going to tell us everything we need to know. This one says, this is from usmed.com. So this is a reliable source right here. It says, Barry is one of the celebrities with diabetes. She was diagnosed with type one diabetes when she was 19 years old. So she was diagnosed type one diabetic. So that isn't her fault that she stopped taking insulin and it worked. So maybe she was misdiagnosed. Um, it says being optimistic about her diagnosis, uh, and her life afterwards, she said in an interview, again, diabetes turned out to be a gift. It gave me strength and toughness because I had to face reality, no matter how uncomfortable or painful it was. Here it goes. However, in 2007, she came out to say she no longer had type one diabetes, but type two diabetes. This got her some backlash from health professionals who said type one diabetes was incurable. In 2018, she mentioned that strict adherence to a keto lifestyle helped her in managing her diabetes. So, if I could put my spin on this, I believe that she um, was just misdiagnosed. She had type type 2 diabetes, and, uh, and they told her she was type 1. She stopped taking insulin. She improved her diet, and she stopped taking insulin, and she was fine. So that totally wasn't her fault. She was just misinformed, misdiagnosed, which, again, is scary. And in 2007, 2005, the stigma around type 2 diabetes was still you have to be overweight you have to have a really poor diet to have type 2 diabetes when that now isn't super the case it it, it, it can uh cause type 2 diabetes bad health overweightness all that stuff but it's not always 100 percent of the case um and back then i think it was more black and white to where it was you have to be overweight you have to have a poor diet to get type 2 diabetes so that's why i think maybe they were so um prominent on uh giving her that type 1 diabetes diagnosis so I think she was misdiagnosed and it wasn't really her fault. All this backlash and controversy it wasn't her fault. Misdiagnosed. She tried something. She said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop taking this. I did that too when I was seven. When I was diagnosed, I said, I'm going to ignore diabetes. I'm going to stop taking insulin and see what happens. Obviously not, not good results, but Halle Berry tried it and it worked. And But that's because she was misdiagnosed. She was type two when they thought she was type one. Obviously that goes 
without a doubt, don't try it. Do not try not taking insulin and see if it just goes away. Don't try just going on a keto diet and not taking insulin if you're a type 1 diabetic. Obviously, times are different. Again, this was almost 20 years ago. So, you know, the stigmas and the knowledge around diabetes and type 1 and type 2, wildly different. But type uh, number three spot goes to Halle Berry for sure. Um, wow, man. I did not know any of this. Well, I'm happy that we're learning it together. I'm going to give my number two spot. And you guys are going to get really – you guys are going to be um, – Maybe a little upset at this spot because I know that you're thinking he should be number one because you hear about it. This is the number one guy you hear all the time um, talking about diabetes in the community, and we all we all know and love him. We grew up with him, watching him on Disney Channel. But I'm gonna give my but my, my number spot is saved for someone else. I'm gonna give my no, and my number one spot is not me. I promise. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not a celebrity. But my number two spot. I'm burning up, burning up for you, baby. Nick Jonas. My number two spot is going to Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas was part of the band, the Jonas Brothers. Um, if you are in the 20s, you know, 20-something to 20-something, early 30s maybe, you know and you grew up watching Nick Jonas and hearing this, 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 this music that they created uh, with his brother. He is an American singer, songwriter, and actor. Uh, and even later days, he made some... Amazing, beautiful hits. What is, was it? Jealous? Oh, wait, how's it go? It's not your fault to be mad and mad. No disrespect. It's my right to be jealous. I still get jealous. That's a good one. Excuse me for that one. But he began acting in Broadway at the age of seven and released his debut single in 2002. This caught the attention of Columbia Records, where Jonas formed a band with his older brothers, Kevin and Joe. Dang, so he was the... He was the reason that the band was created. He started off his solo career and said, hey, let's make a band. Let's make this bread together, he said. So was if it wasn't for Nick Jonas, man, there wouldn't be, wouldn't be no uh, uh, Jonas Brothers. And he didn't have he didn't have uh, type 1 diabetes off the gate. He didn't have it uh, when he started singing. But he was diagnosed when he was 13 years old. I know we saw that spot on Disney Channel when they made it seem like he had a, uh, a, a a fatal disease, but it was just diabetes. Um, it says the lead singer and guitarist for the Jonas Brothers was 13 years old when he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. His blood sugar was over 700 at time of diagnosis, man. That's crazy. And I, I gave him his, his number two. I gave I gave him the number two spot because, one, I will say he, he's been a pretty big advocate for uh, diabetes, type 1 diabetes. He's, 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 uh, you see, he's like the face. He's like the celebrity, the celebrity diabetic you know what i'm saying if you know nick jonas you know that he has type 1 diabetes and that's cool for the people who don't have diabetes who can now kind of can learn about it he's in the dexcom commercials um so he gets the number two spot because we love him two he's an advocate uh and three he is inspiring us i've seen a lot of like documentaries and, and little and videos and things like that of him talking about his diabetes and how he tries to manage it and him rocking his dexcom so i'm gonna give him the number two spot Nick Jonas, and um, yeah, man, Nick Jonas, singer, songwriter, actor, beautiful, uh, diagnosed at 13. Now for my number one spot, this person deserves a number one spot, not only because diabetes really tried to get in the way of her success and at a really crucial moment in her, in her life, but not, only, but not only because of that, but what she turned that into, man. This person is truly uh, an inspiration and someone who truly, to the very core of it, embraces her diabetes. 
Uh, and she learned a, a really valuable life lesson in, in, in the midst of all of this stuff. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to stop talking in uh, quotes, but no, my number one spot goes to Crystal Bauer Sox. And, and for a lot of reasons. She was the um, she was in the ninth season of American Idol, the runner up of uh, the ninth season of the American Idol. And she was the first female finalist in three years. So that in itself is amazing. She was diagnosed when she was only six years old. And again, runner up. So it was just her and one other person, and she got all the way up. You've you all seen American Idol. You'll see, you see how tough it is to even get that yellow slip of paper in the beginning. She made it all the way to the end with while living with diabetes. But that journey wasn't easy. And I'm trying my best. I, I, I don't want to mess up her story at all. I'd love to have her on the show, on the podcast, so she can explain it herself. But uh, in the midst of that competition, she went into DKA. That's insane. She literally went into DKA with all the stress of, of, of practicing and training and, and, and trying to be the best and trying to win. And, and through all that craziness, it had an effect on her diabetes. She had, she went to DKA and she almost had to leave the show. She almost had to bow out because of how serious and how um, crucial that DKA got. Um, I had a conversation with her on a TikTok live. This is so cool. She loved like, for, I guess for a while, what, what, let me start over. She loves Embrace. She was, she's been on our TikTok lives a few times, just commenting, you know, just being a regular, you know, one of us. And one time she was commenting, uh, saying, hey, I love what you do. Um, and just asking questions. I was on live answering and asking questions. And uh, out of nowhere, someone's like, Is it, are you the real Crystal Bowersocks? And I'm like, wait, what? And then another person says, are you actually Crystal Bowersocks? And I had no idea who she was. To, she was in the 2010 season of American Idol. I was in like eighth grade. I wasn't watching American Idol, so I, I didn't know who she was. Um, but you know, I, I invited her to go live with me, and she did. And we had a whole conversation. She explained everything to me and how that moment transformed her whole life. Uh, taught her a lot. But uh, um, but after that, like she, you know, she was in, the, in the, the height of her that 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 competition she went into dka and she explained how she really 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 fought to stay a lot of the people were like hey you, you're gonna have to bow out like you're gonna have to leave unfortunately and she fought and she fought and she fought and what she explained to me was there was a guys week and a girls week and the girls week was supposed to go first the girls were going to perform and the next week the guys were going to perform but she fought to switch that around to give her an extra seven days to get back to health and it worked she was able to finish up the competition she was able to perform she was able to get past that um, and she explained to me now that she is just, just now like looking into her, um, her stuff. She is, she performs at JDRF events. Um, she, she is a known advocate, um, for diabetes. Um, I want to show you just this right now, just a list of stuff, just a list of stuff that, um, she has been doing for the, uh, diabetes community since then since that competition she has been like a known advocate she's been on what pro medica talking about diabetes she's been on the news talking about diabetes she's on a freaking one touch commercial singing bb king uh she is just you just type her name in on youtube all you see are awareness videos of how she's spreading the word and how she's advocating for it she's at a sdb conversation at jdrf talking about diabetes man promoting the summer camp like she She's everywhere, and she's she. She told me oh, I totally forgot. I'm I'm I'm, I'm terribly sorry. But she's on the board of I think she was on the board of JDRF, or she was. She she told me she left, but she was on the board. She's performing at the Walgreens Diabetes Walk in 2012, man. So 
she gets the number one spot not only because of what she she has completed and has done as a diabetic since she was six, going on American Idol, still performing, still creating, making great music. She's still going on tour making music today till this day. She is a known advocate, uh, doing interviews, raising awareness about diabetes, um, performing at diabetes events, doing the JDRF One Walk, um, and how that terrible turn of events turned into her you know, like I said, advocating and fighting for the diabetes community. She explained to me when we had that conversation on TikTok Live that she's happy that it happened because it, it, it kind of sparked this want to advocate and embrace it because but she explained that before that happened, she was kind of hiding it. She didn't want anyone to know. Um, and that happened and it kind of forced her to embrace it. It forced her to embrace it and to and to be an advocate and to no longer hide it so for all those reasons <clears throat> she deserves the number one spot she's a beautiful story um she's an amazing singer i'm going to actually include um a performance um a live performance at the end of the episode so you can listen for yourself um and this is not a promo but she's on tour right now i want to take a lot of you guys we we're talking about talking about it on tiktok live a few nights ago about how i want to get a group of us and, and go see her show in arizona when she comes out so like I said, man, definitely embracing it, not letting it slow her down. And what it, what it, a truly incredible story, going into American Idol, going through all those loops, having DKA at the at the height of it, and fighting to stay on the show, and still and then getting runner up, and then that turning into her being an advocate, being on the board of JDRF, and and, and performing at these uh these walks and participating in these walks, raising awareness, doing interviews about diabetes and how to embrace it, and giving advice. So all that stuff, man. I think it's so cool. It's so beautiful. It's not like, hey, I, I sing and I also have diabetes. No, she is an amazing singer, and she's an advocate for diabetes, man. So crazy. All that to say, guys, we just listed off 10 people, man, extremely successful people, people who have done things in their, in their, uh, in their lane, great singers, performers, dancers, talk show hosts, football players. All these people are living with diabetes and not – uh, letting it stop them, man. Like I said, this Jay Cutler guy, he was the, the top guy uh, in his on his team. Uh, she made runner-up uh, 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 next to all these people who didn't have diabetes. Hallie freaking Barry, man, an actor. She has, we're not going to talk too much about what her controversy is, but, you know, Brett Michaels, lead, lead singer of Poison, created classics, created hits, was on a TV show. So don't for a second think that your diabetes has to slow you down, will stop you from doing what you want to do. Um, don't think that it, it's in any way has to hinder you from completing and, and being the person that you were meant to be. Embrace it. Live with it. Love with it. Rock with it. And, uh, advocate for it. Uh, diabetes doesn't have to stop you. Take care of it. Manage it. And you can become anything that you want to become. Don't ever let diabetes be an excuse as to why you can't be or accomplish anything in this life. You guys got this, man. I just listed off 10 uh, examples of people like that. So, you know, I believe in you. Without getting too corny, I believe in you. I know you can do whatever you set your mind to. Whether you want to be an artist, a singer, a dancer, performer, uh, a sports player. you want to, Even if it just means trying out a sport in school that you might think, you know, diabetes might get in the way. Do it. Try it. And don't let diabetes... Get in the way. Don't let diabetes be an excuse as to why you can't achieve something in this life, man. Um, thank you for listening. Um, let's let's get on to our outro.
But yeah, like I said, living proof that diabetes doesn't have to slow you down. And instances where when you embrace your diabetes, good things will come. Uh, again, super quick, I want to show you guys my movies of the week. I thought it was fitting to show you guys all of my physical copies of uh, some of the Tom Hanks movies that I have since he was on our list. Let's do it. First, I got The Terminal. Great movie. Slept on movie for sure. Next, this is my favorite Tom Hanks movie of all time. I'll probably add a clip of this one at the end. I wish I'd leave in little movie clips at the end. But it'll probably be of this one. The Green Mile. I just got this at a Goodwill a few days ago. Two bucks. But my favorite uh, Tom Hanks movie of all time. Then I got Captain Phillips. Another sleeper. Came out in like 2013, 2014. Another solid Tom Hanks movie. And then, of course, the great, the five Academy Award winning movie, best, including Best Director, 1998, Steven Spielberg. This is my special limited edition of Saving Private Ryan, another um, need to watch um, Tom Hanks movie. Pretty gruesome, though, so I wouldn't watch it if you are uh, light on the stomach, shall we say. But I'll leave a, a clip of Green Mile at the end if you are watching this on YouTube. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. I want to thank again, Megan Motley, Suzanne Jones, Jake Kalman, Whitney Sweeney, Pamela Bailey, Laura Lopez, Brittany Lopez, Sherry L. Bearden, and Michael Rose again for being our monthly contributors. And again, one, uh, one more huge thank you to a Mr. Michael James, um, for the kind note in the $15 donation. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, let me know what your blood sugar is in the comments. Let me know what your list looks like. Let me know if I missed any uh, people, uh, celebrities, or um, public figures with diabetes. Uh, and let me know what you want to hear about next. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. I will see you back here next Wednesday. And until then, embrace diabetes, endure diabetes, and overcome it if we can. I just came up with that on the spot. Let me know if I should run with it. Have a great week. Like, comment. Subscribe. I appreciate you guys so much um, for watching these things and, and listening to them um, wherever you are in life, in the car, at home, doing chores, at your job, whatever. I appreciate you listening to me babble on for like 45 minutes to an hour. Have a great week. I will see you next time. Wait till after the outro if you want to hear that live performance from Crystal Bowersox and the clip from The Green Mile. Thanks for listening to another great episode of the Embrace podcast. You can follow Embrace on Instagram at Embrace3Movement or on TikTok at Embrace3. If you or someone you know has diabetes and needs supplies, you can visit their website at TheEmbraceFoundation.org and fill out a supplies request form. We'll see you back here every other Wednesday for a fresh new episode of the show. Until then, embrace, endure, and overcome diabetes. You are not alone. Just before the rain 
Rolled us all the way to New Orleans Freedom is just another word for Nothing left to lose Nothing That performance is so freaking good. I must have seen it a million times by now. Uh, we watched that live together when I was discovering who she was and we are having that conversation. Uh, and I always go back to it and listen to her music. Love, love it, love it, love it. Um, but yeah, go check out her music, Crystal Bauer Socks. Uh, now for that clip of the Green Mile. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube, man, you get to see this stuff visually. I don't know. But let's go on to the uh, movie clip of the week. I want it to be over and done. I do. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired of being on the road, lonely as a sparrow in the rain. I'm tired of never having me a buddy to be with, to tell me where we's going to, coming from, or why. Mostly, I'm tired of people being ugly to each other. Tired of all the pain I feel in here in the world every day. There's too much of it. It's like pieces of glass in my head all the time. Can you understand? Yes, John, I think I can. <laughs> 